1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
2: Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks.
1: Products we love. And brands we can't live without.
2: Let's get into it. Now, Georgia... Are you listening or should I say are you recording from Abu Dhabi because (laughs) you are on your holobobs.
1: I am I mean I am dedicated to this podcast but I'm not that (laughs) dedicated so we are recording this a couple of days before but um, yeah I'm so excited. Are you all packed? Yes I've had to be like honestly this holiday has been like a military operation. We get back from our trip and then go straight to a wedding so I've had to pack like all four outfits like a week bag because we're staying for two nights to go to the hotel before we leave for Abu Dhabi so I've had to pack all of that stuff and then pack obviously all of our stuff for holiday too it's just yes. it's a lot of prep isn't it it really is it's a
2: lot of organizing and you have to be so on it like even down to you know thinking ahead to the wedding that you're going yeah. to with earrings and shoes and a bag exactly. and all that kind of jazz and you don't want to forget your skin colored pants otherwise you're gonna have a big vpl your nice wedding i outfit. know
1: actually i hadn't thought of that so that's really just <laughs> helped help me i don't even know if i packed underwear for myself that's such a point i don't think i did and also right i bought gigi this beautiful dress from next it's so gorgeous it's like um chill and it's got like these almost like little daisies on it it's pink it's lovely and i'm gonna let her wear it with like a pair of Converse or something so that she's comfy and yeah. when it arrived she looked at it in like I'm not wearing that. Oh my god! And so every time I say to her, I like hang all our outfits up. And I'm like, oh, look, there's Axel's suit for the wedding. Look, there's daddy's. Look, there's mummy's dress. There's Gigi's dress and she just gives me this look that I know <laughs> means I'm not fucking wearing that. Like I just, you know, I just know. And, I, and I'm just like, nope, I'm not packing anything as a backup. No, I'm not. She's wearing it. And I just, I have to update everyone because I just, I just know from the look on her face, she's not having it.
2: This is something that goes through my mind I reckon at least five or six times a week where I where I see like the kids dressing themselves because I think it's really important to empower them to do that and yet Somehow, I don't quite understand how everybody else's children look so cool on Instagram. And right. then I don't, you know, outfits, I mean, like, I love the fact that they've got this individual, you know, individuality, and I really support that. And obviously, Isla's got to an age now where she's like choosing her outfits, and I let them, you know, but it just somehow I'm just like, oh, there's so many great things in there. Why can't you just pull it all together and make something look really cool?
1: Yeah, do you know what? I when you said about people who get managed to dress their kids like matching and stuff like that on oh, Instagram, no. I'm like, honestly, I don't have a say. Like, I, I don't, not at all. No. I don't have a say at all. And even if I buy really nice stuff, they don't wear it. So, no. I, oh, no. I just don't. Who, who who has kids that will just wear what they say? Because I definitely don't. Like, absolutely, <laughs> definitely don't.
2: Okay. Well, our we, we, kids will just carry on being individuals and just wearing what the hell they want. Exactly. And we'll they just, will. We'll just keep saying nothing.
1: <laughs> we'll just keep cringing behind the scenes. <laughs>
2: So on today's podcast, we're going to be doing a Q&A on a kind of ask us anything. So anything that you had bubbling around in your head that you wanted to put to myself and Georgia, we're going to try and get through today. Um, and we're going to kick off. George, do you want to take the first question?
1: Yeah, this is actually for you. Um, and we're talking about holidays. So Ibiza with kids and hotels with sitters, please. So
2: Okay, so Ibiza with kids. For me, it's a massive thumbs up. We're going to go for two weeks in August and I I can't rate it highly enough. I absolutely love the island, as you know. I love going on my own, but bringing the children there, there's something quite special about it. There are loads of fantastic places catered for kids, loads of beach clubs with creches. Some of the hotels are are like super kid-friendly, but you have got to pick your areas. I think predominantly staying away from San Antonio is a good shout anyway um, unless you're kind of on an 18 to 30s muff diving holiday I would, st- <laughs> I would stay diving. away oh god I'm on the phone boat and muff dive no thanks um, so Santa laria is great for kids Santa Catrudes which is in the middle of the island is great um, and then obviously some of the, the northern beaches are absolutely fantastic but they're quite far away from Ibiza town so what I'll do is instead of going through it on the podcast now drop me a DM and I'll fi- fire back some suggestions because obviously this isn't going to be interesting to lots of people, but in short, I can't recommend it highly enough.
1: I also love that you say that there's like beach clubs with childcare. Because if you're staying oh, yeah. in a villa or something, how nice that if you haven't got childcare obviously at home in the villa, then you can go out for the day and and, ha- and they are entertained. Because I think that's a really nice balance. And I don't think there's that many places that do that.
2: Yeah, and last year we used a nannying agency and she sent the most they sent the most brilliant nanny who'd been like babysitter who'd been recommended to us by another family that we knew. And she arrived at 6 a.m. So she did the morning shift. That's so, she, so so we, good. how good is that? So she arrived at six am. We all got to sleep in because we'd got to bed at like four.
1: Wow! I love that. Is that is actually such a good idea? Like really good idea.
2: So George, here's one for you. Desperate for a second child, partner doesn't want. How do we get through this? Therapy hasn't worked.
1: Oh, I think this is really tricky um because this is actually essentially the, the situation James and I were in. So James really wanted to have another child. I didn't really want to have another child. Um, I mean, we have Gigi now, but it. I don't think you can force anyone into doing it. It happened for us naturally um, and it took me a while to get my head around it. Um, And yeah, definitely during pregnancy, it did take me a while to get around it and I did feel quite resentful at certain times that it wasn't you know I, I felt like I'd not been forced into it but I sort of thought well I, this, is, this is what we wanted and all that kind of stuff but I do think ultimately you never regret having a child you'd only regret not um and I think it's difficult if you sort of been through therapy and stuff and, and you're still not getting anywhere um but I think ultimately like you just need to keep talking um but do you agree so like I think when you're planning to have a child, there's always going to be like some apprehension because there's always going to be something that like feels not right. I think, I think if I can just jump
2: in, I think apprehension is one yeah. thing. I think if you've got a partner that doesn't want a second child and you do yeah. that, is that is you know daggers at dawn that is a situation where you've got two people and their needs and their wants and their desires are polar opposite so i think the only thing that we can deal with is answering this question you need to ask yourself the question do you want a second child more than you want to be with your partner and that fundamentally if your partner isn't going to budge on it that you are so desperate to have another baby that you're going to risk not being with your partner to go and try and find another partner to then have another baby because it's about the baby and not So you've got one child, you have a beautiful family unit already. Is it something, also ask yourself the question, is it something that you think you will be able to cope with by only having one child or will the resentment be too much that it eats you up and affects your future? You can't force anybody into having a second baby. But at the same time, if your partner really knows the impact of what not having a second child will do to you, then there has to be compromise from both sides. Like Georgia said, you never regret having another child. I don't mm, think. Don't. I don't either. If somebody stops you from having another child, that yeah. resentment will eat you up and kit and kit and kill you. Really, like it's horrible like yeah. it's a horrible place to be. You're, you're in a really is. tricky situation. We can only be here to support you, the person who sent that question in, and we're thinking of you lots.
1: Yeah, and I just and I think <sighs> as well, just even like day to day, like when you know, you're with your partner and and you you sort of see, I guess, like I know friends who've had multiple children. Is there something that's putting them off? Like, is there, I don't know, like some friends who are always moaning about having, having multiple children or has something happened second time round? Like maybe some kind of trauma. I I try and unpick it like Zoe, but like ultimately, like Zoe said, um, you've got, you've got to sort of weigh up your own options because you can only control what, you know, what you do. You can't control what, what they do um yeah it's a tricky one though Good and luck. I definitely do feel for you yeah this is interesting um my child is starting school this year views on taking kids out of school for holidays it's so expensive if not
2: well uh, this is great because this is a safe space to be honest it is um I know that we obviously have a lot of teachers that listen to the podcast and so I find this one difficult to be completely honest about um, because I think what the teachers do and how the schools work you know they have to have the kids there in term time it's really important for their learning so I think when they get to a certain age then you know it becomes a different kettle of fish but we have done it for a few days here and there you know when my mum got a got her dog attack and she was in hospital at the beginning of the time that we went over to Kenya. We stayed an extra three days because Mm. my kids hadn't seen her and I wanted them to spend as much time as possible. The school, We wrote to the school. We explained the situation. The headmistress came back and said, look, as much as we sympathize with this, I can't approve it. So we got, you know, uh, it it affected their attendance form. But I was like, okay, that's fine it's not my place to really say it. I I, I feel like this one I, I, I may have to sort of duck out of because I think it really depends on how long for and how, you know, at, at what stage your child is at in their school journey.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, like you've said here, your child's starting school this year. I think one thing is that they actually don't have to be at school um, until they're five. So in the reception year at school, I could have taken Axel out at- any point throughout the year if I'd wanted to um because he wasn't five until August so I think in your first year you have got that um I mean I take mine out for holidays but not like full weeks or anything like that it's usually like a couple of days at the end of term and it's definitely not approved by the school um like it's you know it's really not but then I guess it's a it's a choice we make and we've we've basically said, like James and I, that this will probably be the last year that we do that. Yeah. Um, Axel's in year two now and um, he'll be going into the juniors in September where it may be like a day here and there, who knows. But it, it becomes a little bit more serious and also it depends as well. Like I've noticed Axel worries about it. Yeah. So he says to me, oh, but I'm going to miss the school party on Friday and oh I, I, I want to be there. And I think you'll know. You'll know what's right. Um, my dad was actually a headmaster, and I. And when I've spoken to him about taking the kids out of school, times are different now. But he he said he used to approve it because he felt like parents work so much and we live lead such busy lives these days that actually having quality time with your family is just as important as. Uh, you know as, as education like you learn so much from being on holiday with adults being around adults being in a different culture traveling like all of that kind of stuff that in pr- at primary school level he thinks that it's you know it's actually okay and I think as long as you're not being silly <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. then yeah it, I mean it's totally up to you isn't it but I mean I, I, I've done it um, and yep. yeah I probably won't anymore but that's that's that yeah
2: cycling shorts as a summer alternative to leggings love them or hate them love them god
1: you love them see i don't i don't love them but i love them on other people so. so don't you love them no not really not for me not for me, no. But, but what I about like with like a really people? cool
2: t-shirt, like a like a more long line t-shirt with like a really like a great little bomber jacket, and then maybe no, like a crossbody bag.
1: I, I like them on other people, but it's not my style. So it's not right. like it, that's just not my style at all. Like my I, my summer style is more like boho-y and dresses and that kind of stuff that's just my style so yeah they're not for me but I love I love them like on other people with like an oversized t-shirt I think I'm really in them now cool and really comfy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know that's what I mean. you look great in them so yeah why not if you like if you like them and that's your look then yeah go for it like Adenola have got in.
2: some really amazing cyclists are as part of like active wear, but I wear active wear all the time and um, yeah. I'll, we'll we'll do some links on our, on our Instagram. But yeah, I think if you style it right and you make sure like if you, if you're maybe self-conscious about your bum or about your tum or whatever it is, um, you just got to be careful with the length of top that you're wearing. So yeah. as Georgia said, like wearing a more long line oversized t-shirt looks really cool with it. Or if you want to go like yeah. full top top with like a little bomber, which is sort of how I do it. Um, but then like a nice pair of socks and a bit of new balance. Like it's quite a cool look, I think. It's great on the school run.
1: It is, and if you're used to like wearing leggings and stuff during the week, yeah. then it's a good it's a good alternative for the summer, isn't it? Yeah, I so. love it. We'll be right back after this short break.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Blue dot com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
2: Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Oh,
1: have either of you had Invisalign? How did you find them? You've not had Invisalign. You've got something else, haven't you? I'm not doing
2: Invisalign, but I'm doing Spark. They are an Australian brand. They are cheaper than Invisalign, but basically exactly the same. And what's brilliant about um, Spark is that you go to see your dentist, have everything fitted, and then they give you, for example, I've got 28 trays. I'm on tray 20. Come on. Um, I'm nearly there, which is really exciting. And Every 10 days, I get an alert on my app that that means I have to scan. I've got a scanning box at home. I do the scan of my teeth. It gets sent through this app. My dentist checks it and then says, you need to stay on for a few more days or you can change trays and move up. And that is it. Yeah, yeah. Amazing.
1: I mean, I haven't got Invisalign, but I would have done. Um, do you keep I just...
2: saying Invisalign?
1: Invisalign, Invisalign, <laughs> Invisalign. How do you say it? Invi- Invisalign. You,
2: you, I thought you were saying Invisalign. Invisalign.
1: Oh, no. oh god. Invisalign.
2: Yeah, yeah. You haven't got Invisalign, Invisalign, but you've got train tracks.
1: I've got train tracks, but James has just had them, and he absolutely loved them. It's been amazing for him. But it's the same. It's exactly the same as like what you you're doing, So My yeah, I've got a bit of a different. I've got a different case, basically. I can't have them, so I've had to have train tracks because I had baby teeth. Um, but I think it's such a good investment to make, isn't it? In your in your teeth and your smile because you basically got your teeth forever. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I might as well look after them.
2: Okay, what about best products for melasma and pigmentation? I feel so so self conscious.
1: I mean, one for you me are to, best place yeah. to answer this for sure.
2: Yeah. So my diehard killer product which I use every single day is from Obagi and it's the number three you have to go and see somebody medical a dermatologist to get it for to get them they have to you know, order it for you, can't buy it online. Um, it's a skin bleaching and skin correcting cream, which basically just takes the layer of pigment off. The IPL lasers, they're also fantastic. There's like face peels and lasers that you can have done. I have spent a little bit of cash on it, and I have to keep my face completely out of the sun and I have to wear factor 50 every single day. I'm actually a bit scared of the sun now because the minute I look at it, like I went to Ibiza, fell asleep without my hat on, and I, oh, I did no. my nose in and my nose just went, I mean, it just what happens when you've had melasma or you've got pigment problems is that you, you literally look up at the sun and your, your your whole skin goes like patchy and Brown and it happens Mm. so fast. It doesn't look like a tan. Um, So yeah, you just got to be really careful, but definitely recommend Obagi. Also Murad, Murad do a really incredible line for dark, um, dark spot correcting. Um, They've got a serum and a moisturizer. So you should definitely check them out too.
1: I love that. I'm always recommending Obagi to people. Um, Oh, this is good, right? You can take five toiletries and make or makeup on holiday. What do you take, excluding SPF? Right,
2: you go first.
1: Okay. Uh, oh good. If we've got to include toiletries, then a really great cleanser. I usually use the Beauty Pie, um, the hot oil one, the yellow one in Ditto, the Ditto. Yeah. Um, So I definitely take that with me and then I would take the pink moisturizer, which is the hyaluronic acid moisturizer. So that if I if I could only take those, I would just take those because they're just the basics. Then in terms of makeup, I would just take um, the Bobbi Brown concealer it's called the skin corrector concealer because you can oh, use amazing that. yeah i'm I, I would just use that under my eyes sort around of my nose on my chin um so i take that so that's three then again another robbie brown one i would take the little pot rouge because you can use that on your oh, cheeks yeah. and on your lips and also i quite like it like on your nose do you know what i mean no sometimes when yeah. you brush a little bit of blusher over your nose so i probably take that and one more I guess it'd have to be a mascara, wouldn't it? But I don't always mm. wear mascara. Yeah, probably the hourglass mascara that's gold because also you can—it's it, a tubing mascara, so it doesn't smudge. Um, it just comes off in like clumps, if that makes sense. So you don't yeah, get like yeah, a yeah. Bit underneath your eye. So there's my five done.
2: Okay, love that. Mine are quite similar. I would take the Elemis cleansing balm, hot yeah. oil thing that you that we do in the evenings where we do the double cleanse morning and night with the flannel so that's one i take that the second product i would take would be um a really great um factor 50 moisturizer i love the beauty pie one it's absolutely amazing. It um, is. So that's two. I would take, of course, Dance Floor Princess from Charlotte Tilbury <laughs> <Yes>. Lipstick because <laughs> I'd find a, a dance floor somewhere on the desert island. Um, I would take the um, Laura Mercier um, mascara, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, and one more, one more, one more would be my Laura Mercier uh, Secret Camouflage which is like um, concealer, you can use it everywhere. It's like a concealer, but also um, like a block. You can use it as a foundation and it gives really great coverage. So that's my five. Yay,
1: we're quite similar there. Yeah, I love that. I like that question. Um, right, let's go to this one. I'm expecting my first baby in August and I'm really struggling with my changing body.
2: Oh my gosh, that's so normal. First of all, thanks it for sharing is. that because that is completely and completely normal. Um, I think everybody goes through that and I think it's really brave to admit it because there's a conflict internally and externally because you're so thrilled to be pregnant and everybody's you know making comments about how glowy you feel, how glowy you look, sorry. And you're like, oh, it's great, I'm pregnant. This is all I've wanted. And then you stand in front of the mirror and it can come up that you don't like what's happening to your body because you feel very out of control. Um, That's how I felt anyway. And I definitely, definitely struggled um, with standing in the mirror being naked pregnant it was fine for a while and then towards the end I, f- I found the first three months very difficult I enjoyed the second trimester and then towards the end I felt really swollen I was holding on to a lot of water and I found it really difficult to look in the mirror actually if I'm honest mm, uh, I can't look yeah. back at photographs of me being being that Can pregnant. I just can't no way no no no. Wow. no 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 I didn't I didn't like myself at all
1: yeah, I think like what Zoe said, I think it's really normal. and re- But also really brave to say that you feel like that where it's meant, you know, a time where everybody sort of comments on your size, which I find really weird. Because, um, you know, what other time in your life yeah. do, do people like just openly comment on, on, on your size and how you look so much? So I think it's it's very natural that you, you would feel like that. Um, I think number one, it's normal. And hope hopefully that feel, that's reassuring. We've had so many guests on the podcast who've come on and said that they felt like that. Um, but I think secondly, it's, I think you just have to keep reminding yourself of the job that your body's doing. And just keep that at the forefront of your mind. Because it's natural to not like the way your body's changing and not feel comfortable with it and feel out of control. But I think as lo- if you keep, sort of I guess keep that at the forefront of your mind that your body's doing a job like my body's doing a job it's amazing like just keep telling yourself that um I think that I, I think that that can help yeah but also advice. openly openly telling people that you're not you're not feeling that comfortable because then I think you'll find that people won't talk about you know people are not going to come up to you and be like oh my god look at your bump it's huge or you know any mm. of that stuff as long as you yeah if, if you tell people that you're not feeling so great or not not feeling so confident then um it might minimize those conversations which I don't think are very helpful um okay yeah I mean I hope that helps quite difficult
2: yeah really difficult we're here for you keep talking to us about it and keep sharing it with yeah. your mates as well because um everybody goes through it regardless of what they say I think there's there isn't a moment where you you know throughout your pregnancy where you don't have wobbles so definitely definitely good to talk um now going from that we've got to end on this one because Laura you are my spirit animal genuine question Zoe looking to buy a new vibrator what is your fave <laughs> I love- I thought I that'd be a really it. great one. I have the funniest story to tell you. I'll keep it brief because <laughs> yeah, we're running out of time. So we had a barbecue on Saturday and yeah. we all we we, we, were, we moved from the back of the house to the front of the house where there was sunshine. We we're all sitting out and having drinks. And then this guy drops off this Amazon parcel and hands it to me. It's addressed to Doz, hands it to me. My mum's there, by the way, and two friends <laughs> and Dozer. And Dozer was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, the Amazon guy's just... And he was like, oh, no, don't, probably don't open it now. Probably don't, don't open it now. And I was like but what do you mean don't open it now like what What? and he was like well I just don't know what it is and you know I felt this box inside it anyway got my mum to bed no. later on I opened it up he'd bought he'd ordered a butt plug <laughs> I said who's this for I guess it's for you I <laughs> went Fuck! Why are we not talking about this? And he goes, "I don't know what I was thinking. I just thought it could be quite fun." And I was like, "Imagine if I had opened that in front of my mother!" (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell! Anyway, that was on Saturday. It's now Monday, and I can I can share that I have used it, and it was brilliant. So I'm going to link it. You should definitely try it. It's fucking amazing. And also, just get the Lilo. The Lilo vibrator is my all time favorite one. We'll also link that as well. The combination of the two. I mean I had I, I had you know what a bog off is?
1: No. Buy one get one. Free. Buy one get yeah, I had two <laughs>
2: two orgasms for the price of one.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god I mean we start so well with this podcast and then we end on butt plugs. So there we go. Don't say we don't give you variety. <laughs>
2: all right all right thank you for sending in your questions and thanks to laura my spirit animal as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and please give the podcast a little follow if you have the chance
1: yeah please do and if you've got any suggestions for these friday q a's although if we're going to be talking about butt plugs anymore then i might have to duck out (laughs) Um, but please send over um, your suggestions on instagram we're on at made by mummies and we'll be back on tuesday Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production, and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason.
2: Insanity Group. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.